somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. 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 I don't like it. I'm for everybody. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hi. How you guys doing today? This is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. Welcome back to another amazing, fantastic episode. Yes. Erica Mona, how was your week? It was good. You know what? On my off day, I got a traditional Thai massage. What was that? You know, they be, when they be walking on your back. Oh, damn. I did that. I got that. They was walking on your back? Yeah, so it wasn't like a regular, you know, massage and like different music and yeah. it's all oils and whatever. No, 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 I mean, it was also that same vibe, but she didn't really start with oils. Um, so it's like also like she's really stretching her body. So she was moving oh. my hand in different positions. So I'd be stretching, stretching my neck. Okay. Moving my leg. It's like, wow, it was good. Though. After I felt like, because my, you know, also being a hairstylist, my... Your body my neck, my you know stuff like that. Um, so she walked on my. She's like, "Can I walk in?" I'm like, "Give it a try." Why Damn, not? was she light? Yeah, it was. I mean, there are certain points that was just like, ugh, like when she was on my back. I'm like, "Damn," you know. But yeah, she's a short, you know, petite Asian woman. Okay. Um, I, I booked the two. My next one is in two weeks. That's when they put me on. Was it expensive? It was seventy dollars. That was not oh, bad. Oh, that's not bad. That's cheaper than them other ones that be just. That's you gently. Yeah, no, those other ones were one hundred, one twenty. Yeah. Like, and I like I kind of like rough, not rough, but sturdy massage yeah. like that. Like it was nice. It was it wasn't the cutest place. Like the building itself, I was like, damn. Where is this? be the best. Was it in Chinatown or something? It was up north here, girl. On really? Broadway. Like those oh, like old on. business buildings and stuff. You know, yeah. with different suites. But this is old one. I want to go. Um, I probably I feel like you probably know those that building because you know where African tailors be, African hair braiders, mm. you know that type. It was good, G. I, I ain't gonna lie. I tell, I tell her, but I'll be back. Um, okay, in two weeks, wow. Yes, I booked it. I'm like, this, and my goal is to really be serious about self-care and not mm. make self-care like a three to six months thing. It's like, I want to make it regular. So I yes. got me a nice mani-pedi. So in two weeks, I'm going to be getting my, $70, that's not bad. I give her $10. Yeah, that's not bad. So $80, I'm like, that money I was spending on something else, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, that has actually helped me to feel more relaxed. What about you? Good. Uh, girl, I've just been living my best life. Okay. I'm transitioning jobs right now. Nice. So I did get a new job. So Congratulations. Gonna, thank you. Thank you. So I'm just doing that. I'm like preparing and getting my classroom, doing all that stuff. So it's just been a week of me doing that, just kind of getting ready doing that. Um, I got my car back. I got a new my mm-hmm. new car back. So we've been getting to know each other. I named my car. Oh, what's her name? It's a him this time. Oh, it's a him. Yes. It's like a him. Okay. It's a him. And his name is Mascot. Wow. Now, the mascot came because that's what that was my dad's nickname in soccer. That was his soccer oh, nickname. Oh, okay. So I just named it mascot. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. So there we go. Okay. If not because you say it was your dad. I know. Dad I saw you. Once you, you're looking. You're looking like mascot. What should I name him, Jerome? 
like, ah, mascot, Bawo. A big okay. black panther. Heck, you know. Um, <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm glad that you have your car back and transition to a new job space. So the new year is looking pretty right, right? Yeah, it's doing something. That's good. So, Dami, how do we like to start? Well, we like to start with the hot topics. Okay, so I want us to really get into this conversation because there's just been so much crazy news about gun violence in kids. Mm. So, quite a few. So now, um, a Dallas girl, 14-year-old, charged with murder after shooting and killing an 11-year-old boy while aiming for another girl she was fighting. Mm. Okay. So right there, I'm just like, why? I just feel like um, kids these days don't know how to fight. They're so, like, they, they don't understand that guns is a last resort. Exactly. Well, actually, it's not a resort for them at all. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They don't understand that concept. They're like, they just see because guns are sold for everybody now. You see it in games. You see it in movies. They watching all these violent shows. Uh, all their musicians talk about shooting and drilling people. It's all over social media. Like they don't understand that guns. Their dads, are dangerous. their mama's boyfriends, their yeah. cousins, their brothers have it in the drawer. Everybody has. Yeah. So they don't. To them, it's just another thing. It says it's, it's a gun. It's just a, it's a weapon. It's just something like of choice. Like another one, um, boy, fourteen-year-old, accused of shooting his girlfriend in the head after she broke up with him. Hmm. So Jasmine Jones, fourteen-year-old, and her boyfriend Ilya, oh, Ilya, Ilya Olson, were working walking down railroad tracks near the city to smoke on Sunday when she Ooh. told him she wanted to end their relationship. Olsen allegedly demanded she turns off her phone and then pointed a white revolver at her head, firing one shot. Damn. Jones begged for her life, but Olsen told her she had to die and fired two or three more shots before fleeing, as reported by the news. These kids, Tariq St. Patrick, 14 bro. years old. Ah. And you're saying, telling somebody you have to die? Honestly, like, like I said, like what's in the water? Like what's going on? <laughs> no, it, at this point, it doesn't make this is because even let's even break down even the mentality. It's one thing like okay, yeah, they expose the guns, they see us, but that mindset of seeing that you have to die because they used. I'm telling you, everything is so desensitized. Like when we was growing up, I did our songs and music was dances. Crank that bitch, do do do. You you okay? Slab on my now. Like we was talking about sex and, and sex and dancing for real, for real. That's what we were talking about. Now you slab on my knob, damn. But that, you know, the, the like even if we're saying like the racier right, songs of our time, it wasn't rooted in violence. Now all they songs is I'm sliding on my I'm, I'm a drilling nigga. He had to kill a nigga. All this other stuff like mm-hmm. that was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Another one, um, Alabama basketball player who's alleged to have shot and killed a 23 year old mother on Sunday was uh, was all because she wasn't interested in talking to him. Quick update with that. Mm-hmm. That player, he did not shoot her, but he did provide the gun. So was he? He, he wasn't the one that shot. It was his friend that shot, but he provided the gun. So he hired a killer? No. It was his friend. Like, the, his friend was like, yo, I'm going to kill this. His friend, I guess he said, I needed a gun. And he just gave the gun to his friend. So but why did the friend kill the girl? The, the friend killed the girl for that reason, but it wasn't that basketball player. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so but somebody killed the girl because she was not interested. Yes, I just wanted to make sure that because it's not, so yeah. it's not the Alabama person. Yes. Okay, when did that update come out? It came out like two or three days ago. Okay. Um, but she was a young mother of, she has a five-year-old son. You know, nowadays, see, when people try to holler me in the streets, I smile and say, hi. <laughs> because people are crazy. Hell yeah. You, you know, back in the day, you could be like, leave me alone. And, you know, then they'll just curse you all like, ugly bitch. And you just keep it going. You know, but now it's like, they're ready to shoot you cute just because you didn't smile back. Because everybody's strapped. Like, you know, I really, and I was just recently talking to somebody about, like, guns in America, right? Like, and he was trying to say how, you know, everybody should have the right to protect their home or so on and so forth, right? But um, I'm just kind of like, but I just don't feel like people need guns to do it. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I feel like we need we need guns because we know other people need guns. Like, I just don't think civilians need guns. And now it's just getting completely out of control. Because, like, I don't know. Even if it was just a shotgun, I just don't. I don't think kids, or I mean, not kids, but anybody, civilians really need guns. I just think that it it becomes very complicated. It becomes, like, accidents happen. That people are more accident-prone. Just too much is going on. I'm not against guns, but it definitely is an American thing. It's a Western thing. And mm-hmm. mainly an American thing because in London, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Even in Nigeria, people that owed gu- own guns were like, your grandfather that was a soldier. Exactly. Was a police officer, not civilian. And it was just old guns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but this American lifestyle is all about, oh, shoot, protect yourself, whatever. So even me now as a mom, I'm thinking like, damn, I need to be strapped too because people are crazy out here and I'll be damn motherfuckers trying to catch me lacking. Me exactly. too, let me go pop, pop, Whoa, out. catch me lacking. <laughs> I love my jacket, I lack. Amen. But, you know, it's, it's just like, it's scary. I, you know, and then everyone is everyone has access to guns. Like, you could literally, I'm sure if you're like, you know what, let's drive down the block a couple of times or we go to a certain neighborhood, we could find someone to buy a gun from. I can ask one of my students to give me a gun. Truth be told, like seriously, Yikes, like that's it, horrible. it's it's really just so accessible. And your I just your eight year old students. I I probably could. I could probably if I if I ask the right one mm. and I know the right one to ask, I'm sure he could figure it out. That's he up. he could figure it out for me. Like oh, I got an uncle. I do have a question though, especially now also that you're a teacher. It it does seem like kids, teenagers, this generation, they are much more. Maybe overly sensitive, maybe overly emotional. They don't have that bandwidth, that emotional strength that we have or like our parents have. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be like, I'm mad, I, I'm, you know, I'm depressed and I'm gonna end my life or end somebody else's life. They have more access to it. Mm. We all had the same emotions, we just didn't have access to this nonsense. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, I was, I, like, the same way they get mad and emotional about stuff, we were all getting mad and of emotional. Of course. But our solution was fighting or, you know, acting out or some, you know, some people Oh, figure did, it out. Work through it. You know what I mean? Depending on the kid. But it's like, if I'm saying, like, poor, poor decision making, they didn't have access to guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at best, somebody's making a shank. Like, getting a knife. Okay. Like, that's, that's, the kid went crazy, for real. A, a, a good reason someone did give me, um, they did say that, you know, these kids nowadays are also, an, they are from the era of, like, the teenage parents, right? And they're, like, with them being from teenage parents, it's, like, it's kids raising kids. I disagree with that. I think that's a good point. And this is not even just, not necessarily just relating to guns, but just how 
kids nowadays just deal with their emotions. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it is kids raising kids. It's like our parents era, like, you know, we also get our emotions and how we do with our emotions from our parents too. Yeah, like but I see, think... And, not, and then, of course, not saying that the way our parents deal with their emotion is the best or healthiest way because, mm-hmm. of course, we mentioned therapy is important, how they need it, how we need it. But when she made that point of it's like, it's teen kids raising kids, for me, that that is some point there. Like, it has some valid point that, like, it's 14, 16-year-olds raising little kids. And it's like, as a 14-year-old, you're not fully mentally, emotionally mature to raise a whole human being. I feel like the funny part about that, like, because to me, there's always been teenage parents. Like, of course. Like, that's been prevalent since Brenda had a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. There's always been teenage parents. But we can't say it's not more now. It's not more now. It's, really? It's not. It's actually the same. I think what's missing is the grandparents. We don't have grandparents. That's true. Because the thing is, like, the 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 what would be grandparents of today, they now have more of a life. You know, mm-hmm. I think back... The before, grandparents are younger. That's what it's like. But grandparents of today they're are like... They're not even that They're not though. even that they're much younger. younger. They ju- they're not younger. They just have more of a life. Like, back in maybe, like, the 90s, even early 2000s, when you were 40, 50... People looked at you like, okay, oh, your life is winding down. Now we see 40, 50 is like you. A, that's a second wind in life. I don't even. I don't even know if I want to say they have more of a life. It's a term. It's the correct term, at least on my end. I think it's just the type of life is different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they have more they can do. They can they can go. It's not shamed for you to be 45 and course, be outside dating yeah. and doing that. But I think which, before it was more shamed. And I and I think what you should shit like if. My mom, she's in her 50s, and, like, she goes out. And I'm like, as you should, but she's also a grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I do think a good point you did make, like, the grandmother is kind of, the grandparents are lacking. Like, their priorities are different now. Yeah, they're I not. I think that's what it is. Their priorities, it's like, they don't want to be grandparents. They, yeah, they don't want to be, like, stay-at-home grandparents. You know, because a lot of people in the, like, us as 90s babies, mm-hmm. a lot of people's parents was young. They, their parents yeah. were teenagers when they had them. But their parent, their grandparents were involved. Yeah. A lot of our peers, you could talk to them, their grandparents raised them. Mm-hmm. Today's day and age, those grandparents are like, no, baby, I'm I'm 40, I'm working, I'm doing this, like, I'm you traveling. you had this baby, I ain't yeah, gonna take care like, of your baby. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook. Ain't no I'm... big mamas no more. Exactly. And that that is the thing that's kind of like, there's no village community mentality for people to like. Because everyone is young-minded. Exactly. Everybody's young and they're all young-minded. It, it, it's sad. Yes, girl. So let's, uh, speaking of villages, right? Let's talk about some villages. So Netflix announces a new documentary series that's going to be called um, African Queens. It is set in 17th century following the warrior queen of Ndogo and Matamba in modern day Angola. It is set to come out February 15th and it is being narrated by Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. I have mixed feelings about this. Why? What's his mixed feelings there? I don't know how I feel about it being Jada Pinkett. What you got? What do you have against Jada? Because I don't have you feel Jada. somewhere about time her family. Since when? This how you be starting narrative on this podcast. Ah uh-uh. ah. Hey, I'm, I mean, I'm me. just going by your vibe and the things you say. So, what's the thing I well, say? Okay, why? What's wrong with Jada? I don't think that I like Jada's voice for a documentary like this. That's my mm. thing about it. I just don't feel like she got it. She don't have a voice. That I really want to listen narrate a documentary. Viola I, Davis would be nice. For I would have used the Viola Davis voice. Somebody with like a, a storyteller, a voice. heavier Kerry Washington. Even um, I would have. I don't watch voice isn't heavy. No, no, no. I'm just saying I like her voice. Okay. Even for that, 
Um, who else? Octavia Spencer got a good voice Ooh, for stuff like that. Yeah, I I don't know. It just it wasn't given for Jada Pinkett Smith for me. For me. What do you think about the whole concept in general? I think it's getting played out a little bit too. Really? This warrior princess, warrior queen, oh, so. warrior woman. Because I feel like I feel like once Hollywood catches a niche mm-hmm. with black subjects, they beat it like a dead horse. And what other aspects do you feel like this has been played out? Because I feel like it's like it started with the 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 Black Panther women, then they did the Warrior King, mm-hmm. then they um I believe it was the Woman King, mm-hmm. and I just feel like now they like not that it's not a story that can't be told. I just feel like. When it be so back to back to back, it be feeling cliche to me. I see what you're saying. I guess they're just trying to hop on a bandwagon. Like, okay, this is opportunity now. This is the and and I think that's similar with a lot of things with media too. Like, it's a, always a wave of like, oh, maybe we're talking about slavery, right? Or are we talking civil about movement. civil rights movements, or some like cliche romance, whatever moment going on. Look. You know, it's also, uh, what's it called? Black, Black History Month is coming. Def- Valentine's yeah. Day is coming. So you definitely will see the waves of like, okay, this is the same type of movie, same type of whatever coming in and out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm for it. Um, I do think that we need to have more authentic, hopefully it's, you know, authentic, but more authentic African stories being mm. told, African history being told in a matter where it doesn't involve um, brutality or too much violence. Or right. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, okay, all these people are, Americans are they're obsessed with Oshun and Orishas and all yeah. that. So okay, give them give let's hear the story. Let, mm. I don't wanna hear what the hell they gotta say about it, you know? And even me as a Nigerian, um, going to school in Nigeria, it's just so much I realized that they didn't even teach us about right. our history, you know? So I'm quite interested to I am I hope that it is well done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not just a cliche or just you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hope it's definitely well done. But I'm looking forward to see it. But about, you know, Jada, her voice, she doesn't have a distinctive voice. I agree with not that. Not for for something like this. like this. It just doesn't. I mean, I got here and listen to her. What Jada talking about? Listen. Queen and Jinga's legacy echoes throughout Africa to this day. It's time we all come to know her name. All hail Queen Jinga! It don't match to me. To me, it's, she doesn't have a pronounced, powerful voice. It just don't even. It don't even match what's happening it in the in the scene. It just is like Jada girl. I would. She could do this for the Harlem Renaissance or something. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't prefer this. This is not. It's not exactly. So next topic: A Tennessee man is begging the child support court office to help him make his payments after fathering thirty kids. With 11 different women. Mind you, this man is 31 years old. Ew. Okay. He's ordered to pay 50% of his income to support the children, but only earns $7.25 per hour. Well, how are they going to regulate this? So, in this case, most of the mothers receive $1.49 a month. Bitch, you got me fucked up. How he got 30 kids with 11, with 11 baby mamas? How he finesse them like this? How? Because he clearly broke. Once you got to baby mama number three, people didn't start feeling like, oh, you you damaged goods. What do they be telling women? <laughs> <laughs> you second hand. You used. Yeah. I'm just like, this is crazy. You're 31 with 30 kids? How don't, see, this is what we mean. It's like, they be so concerned about women and our reproductive rights and this, is that, and the other. 
this is this is the type of shit that needs to be regulated. What are y'all doing about that? Someone said this is um, Nick Cannon's master. This is who I'm he's crying. going after. No, seriously, I just I think that like that they don't have enough conversations about like men with multiple because it, it really is like it don't make sense. Because and I'm like as a man, you're okay with really producing this many kids. You're okay with still just having unprotected sex. Because at that point, I'm like. Just go get a vasectomy. Some men, here go the thing. It don't mean you're not going to ejaculate because they feel like, oh, I'm not a man no more when I get a vasectomy. But you see, you're still coming. You're still ejaculating. Your dick still get hard. Yeah, it's like some men have no interest in really being a father and family mm-hmm. man. Some men just want to create a legacy. like, And they think legacy means children, like offspring. They don't understand that legacy is the whole shabam is mm-hmm. everything you create for yourself. Some men just be like, I want to have a baby with you. Because yeah. you're a beautiful woman. We're going to make good, we gonna have cute kids. kids. And you cool. I but I want to oh, of... tie you down. I want to feel like I own you in some sort. We connected. Exactly. But also, like, the women, I'm just like, I feel like he, of course, may have lied to multiple of this He women. had to have money of you them know? overlapping. You said money? I met many of them overlapping. Of course. And I feel like, of course. I'm sure he had three of them pregnant at the same time. And I'm sure he lied to them saying, oh, I'm single. I have no kids at all. Or I only have two kids. But at a certain point, too, it's just like, listen, that's what you got to do research in the man you date. But this man is a complete, it's ridiculous. One dollar and four. And I, I, listen, you give me one and four and I send you, keep it. I don't even want it because it's an insult. I'm going to take it just so you could be more broke. <laughs> yes, the lucky. Just give me that one for you so you can feel it. So do you feel like the court should help him? Because he says he needs the court to give him a break. No. Exactly. Leave him dry. and Or better yet, send him to jail for not paying child support. Lock him up. Because that's what they do. They lock up men that don't pay child mm-hmm. support. So just lock him up. He can't afford it. He's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. Maybe he needs to be so he don't be having no more children. Because clearly he cannot control himself. Clearly he's jobless. Because what are you doing having sex and constantly having babies? People that do stuff like that, you don't have a job. Yeah, it's like he he clearly is a hobosexual and he be taxed and this is the tax. This is the taxation of his penis doing what he has to do because ain't no way you making $7 and you like living by yourself. He don't have no livelihood. He clearly is with all these women shacking up, getting mm. food, getting home because he can't afford a house. He's probably living with his big mama. One of them. Rotation of them. Okay. He probably visit all his kids so much he don't have to worry about being with somebody. He probably don't know all his kids' names and birthdays. What you talking about visiting kids? Like, it's crazy. Like this, I don't know. That's so disgusting. Men, where are you? Exactly. Comments. (laughs) No, it's a shame. Eleven kids and you're thirty-one. No, thirty kids. And you're 31. That's disgusting. So at that point, I'm assuming he started Wait. having kids at the age of 15. So then you said he had 11 baby mamas. So that yeah. means with, with these women, he had multiple kids. kids. Yeah. Them ladies need to go to jail too, to be honest. <laughs> Period. Okay. Because that's a misuse of your pussy. <laughs> misuse of your pussy. For real. That's, yeah, like that, that. That is, that is, that's egregious. Because at a certain point, you too. You know, I can't have no continuously have kids with somebody that's like, ah, one baby, you're not performing. You making seven dollars and ten Two baby, cent? you're not performing. Ah, baby, three, you're still not together. Like, exactly. I can have maybe two. Like, all right, I'm gonna give you a chance for the second one. But that, three, nah, G, that's too much. Thirty kids, G. He more than a Rolling Stone. Ain't no at this at that point. Ain't no way they don't know about each other. You even know saying? Ain't no way. They gonna be populating the town. They are popping in some small town. Tennessee town. Like, exactly. what the hell? Exactly. 
Some what what those Tennessee sound? What do we call Chukanaka Wuka? They do be them Indian, <laughs> those old Indian names. Uh huh. Chukwanaka. Ha Chukatuchi. Hakanaki, Tennessee. Oh shit, waste. you right. It's coming off that way now. It's coming off that way. <laughs> chill out, chill out. I'm gonna relax. Sorry. We respect. I'm thinking of Chattanooga from P Valley. <laughs> sorry. I'm dead. Okay. But yeah, I'm sorry. That was just a ridiculous story right there. <laughs> it's yeah. That's anyway. Man, comments. What do you think? How do you feel? That's what you guys should comment on, please. Can you relate? Exactly. All right, um, let's move on to actually something a little bit more serious. So, a couple of months ago, we reported on an unfortunate accident that happened with actor Alec Baldwin, where he was on the set of a movie, Rust, and um, a gun misfired on set, which led to the passing of... um, who is it? The cinematographer, mm-hmm. Helena Hutchins. So an update in that story has been that Alec Baldwin, as well as the weapons handler, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, will be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the death of the cine- cinematographer, Helena Hutchins. Hmm. Um, now, this is quite interesting because I did not see it going this way. I didn't either. I did not see him being charged. I, I almost thought it as him like, oh, he's going to. Because obviously it wasn't an inten- intentional thing. Yeah, I, I didn't see it as his fault at all. I think the last thing I knew about it, like, they were doing an investigation as to why there, was, misfired. there was a bullet. You know, uh-huh. the safety wasn't on the gun and for her to have died that way. Like, uh-huh. you know, people were saying this was an inside work or something. Mm-hmm. Like, they were trying to get Alec, you know, caught up. Because obviously, you know, like, oh, he's going to shoot the gun in the, in the yeah. world. Everyone has the script. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. So now, what do you think? Like, is he going to serve time? Shit, well, clearly, I don't know nothing about the legal system the way I was wrong about Tori and Megan. But, um, I mean, honestly, I, I I hope that he's able to fight it. I hope he, like, gets community service or something because that would be crazy. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'd really be interested in hearing, like, what really happened and, and what did they find enough to implicate him. In involuntary right. manslaughter, because clearly they didn't immediately charge him, so they had to have done some sort of investigations that ended up with him being part of that. I understand the weapons handler for sure, because it's like, girl, what was you doing? But yeah, it's it's really really shocking, and it's like I like Alec Baldwin. I really do like him as an actor, you know. In all the movies that I've seen, he comes from a legacy family, mm-hmm. the Baldwins. So we will see how this turns out. It's really crazy it's to me. It's quite sad. It's quite sad. It's a very unfortunate situation for everyone involved. Everyone, like, you yeah. know, um, the woman herself and her family, because I know she has young kids and yeah. she has a husband. Woo! It, it, it's sad. So, if a guy likes you so much, he finds you attractive, he's infatuated with you, and he says, Dami, babe. You so sexy, you so fine. Let me drink your pee. Or hmm. pee in my mouth, baby. Hmm. What would be your response? I'll pee in his mouth. Whoa, really? That's what he was into. He don't got pee on me, but if you want Well, me, so that means you're into it too, then. I'm not into it, but if he was like, oh, I mean, you're participating. Mouth, if you want me to pee in his mouth. And I, I won't kiss him after I write after that. Anyway, Kevin Gates, he did an interview and he did mention how um, he was so infatuated with some girl he mm. was talking to or dating. And they were in the car. Um, and he told her, he was driving, he told her to pee in the cup. And she peed in the cup and he drank it. So okay. Is that sexy to you? So wait, 
did he say that he like purposely had her pee in a cup to drink it, or like she they was on a road trip? She peed in the Why cup. Why you make that story? I no, I'm just asking. Said, like it wasn't just no, like he told her like we to in a, pee in the cup, like, so he so, could drink. Because you know when people be like, you so fine I could drink your bath water. Yes, you so fine I could drink your pee. So, that's so what, baby, drink pee in this cup for me to drink it. Whether it is for oh, because she has to pee is a long road trip. Or he told her to pee for whatever reason, but he drank it. Because it's a difference. Because what if he drank it on accident? And then he just enjoyed it. No, that wasn't the case. He, that's not how the interview went. Oh, he said he liked her. He was infatuated with her. And she's beautiful. And he drank her pee. Hmm. So it wasn't an accident. It was an accident. He'd be like, you spit it out. And he would not be talking about it. He would be like, oh, it was an accident. Kevin Gates you know? is so nasty. Like, he's just always talking about the nastiest, nastiest stuff. But then you know what? I was thinking about it. Okay. Like, you know when you really, really, really like somebody, you do stuff you, like, wouldn't do with nobody else. Okay, like what? Tell us more. Some people, not me, I think this is disgusting, but some people spit in each other's mouths. To me, that's, like, the same realm to me. To be like... No, that's be, nasty. I, I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, like, because we'd be letting it drop that's in each other's bacteria. mouths. That's your bacteria. And some, that's how some people be like, oh, yeah, we like it like that. But like, people do feel like, you know, you're already mixing fluids while having sex. I can't swallow. So, there we go. You, you can't swallow what? Semen. You can't or you don't? I can't. What do you mean? Why can't you? It's so nasty. Okay. The whole okay. idea is nasty to me. Okay. Yeah, but but besides that, people do people do say, like, you're already having sex, you're mixing fluids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're touching each other's secretion or whatever you want to exactly, call that's it. that's what I'm saying. Like, I so feel like it's all like, the same. Like, if you can right. swallow, then you can drink pee. People trying to act judgy, but if you could swallow somebody's semen, you could pee. drink that pee. Ah, pee is your waste. Pee is waste now. Pee is waste. It's not waste like feces waste. It's just like... It's waste. It's liquid. It's they, listen, you go to the doctor, they say pee in the cup so we can test if you have whatever disease or illnesses. It is waste. The same way that people swallow and you have illnesses in those in the semen. Yeah, but we people don't... When you go to the don't test for your your, your semen. You don't they, know they, No. You've been to the doctor many times. They I don't have semen for them to test, for, so I don't know. If, if they want to test semen, it'd be like, oh, if you have a slow sperm count, or if you're trying to donate your semen, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it don't be, it'd be like, oh, your pee, we take a swab of maybe your skin, or, or poop in a cup. Right. But you're saying you participate in it. That's what you're saying, though. If somebody wanted me to pee in them, see, now we're about to get vulgar. Here's the thing. When and if, say, we're performing cunnilingus, correct, right? And let's say I get to that place and now I'm secreting whatever. Some people say squirt is pee. What if you squirt somebody's mouth or come in their mouth? But studies studies have shown that squirt is not pee. Now, it may... You know, consists of a little percentage of some type of yeah. pee, but it's not all pee. And, and I feel it's like odorless. some pee, some it should pee, not smell some like pee. Some pee don't be strong, too. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. What if it wasn't a strong pee? Sometimes you pee, it's like, it's you could tell it's like, I'm have letting go of this before? water. I have never peed in somebody's mouth, but I'm saying I've had pee where it's like colorless and odorless. Uh-huh. So it's like, because it's like I just drank a lot of water that day. 
So uh, can you, I can you poop in somebody's mouth? Poop. See now, why are you trying to poop? Poop no, is no, different. No, you said because you know you did say it's some you're not into it, but if they want it, sure, why not? So I'm asking. Poop is, is poop different because so? I feel like that is just it. First of all, the consistency is chewy and shit. So if you was gonna be, how do you know it's chewy? I would imagine as an adult, you know what chewy shit feel like. So it's like I know what chewy shit feel like. Okay, so when you do a brownie, you don't know it's moist and chewy. I feel like shit be that same consistency if you think about it. I never thought shit would be chewy. I just thought it would be like... Or crushy or whatever. Not chewy. Like, your shit be hardy. I no, not chewy. Be... Chewy might be the wrong adjective. But like, mm, mm, that mashed potato-y feel. You thought about it, huh? I know. I'm just saying now that we're in the conversation, I'm adding context clues, deductive reasoning. Okay. But P is like, he pee. I think it's the fact that it was in a cup. If it was just like they was regularly in the like middle, sex. he was giving her head and then she just so happened to like I squirt can't... and pee... I'm sure a lot of men actually drink pee without knowing, but I think it's what made it weird is the fact that it was in a like he it was that set intense, it up yeah. in a club like that was weird. Um, but let's switch it because Carisha, young Miami with her Carisha Please um, show, she had an interview with um, Trina and she did say that she likes golden showers. Is it golden mm. showers or golden, golden sh- showers? Golden showers. Golden showers. Mm. Do you like golden showers? I've never experienced it. Are you open to experience such? Uh, probably not. More why not? so because I feel, I, see, that's a degrading factor for me. I would feel like, why are you peeing on me? You feel like they're shitting on you? No, I just feel like, why are you peeing on me? And, the, and it's the fact how men pee. It's like, damn, you really aiming to pee at me? That's bogus. <laughs> that's like, not, like I'm pissing on you. That's, that's all you be. That's what it's bogus. But I can see <laughs> the um, attraction to it. What do you feel like the attraction maybe? It's warm. It's, you know, it's like it may be like just warm liquid to somebody. You, way, I'm sorry. The way you're talking is just giving like. No, I listen to, first of all, I don't kink shame. Okay. So I, and I listen to a lot of. You try to, so I'm doing that kink shame. I'm just saying I don't kink shame. Now, if you received it as you do, hey. <laughs> it's an open, it's a safe space here across the <laughs> But um, no, I just be thinking like, okay. Because when I heard, first heard her say it, I was like, hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. but I could see like why people might like it. Yeah, I totally agree. I I think I, it's the same concept for me. Like, then you standing over me and peeing mm. on me, and I just feel like men are not as hygienic as women. Men don't drink water. Um, at least a lot of them um don't. So I'm just like, then you're gonna. So I'm like, where are they peeing? Are they peeing on your face? See, and that's the thing. Like, on your breast. Anything are- that I do sexually, I have a no face claws. Okay, same. Yeah, same. I do have a like. Just kiss my face. Keep it cute. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be. Don't be nothing on my face. I don't like none of that on my face. Don't do that. Yeah, it's a no. Yeah, I don't want no shower. But okay, so what would be your thing though? What is your thing? Let's take what it there. Mean? What's your thing that you think maybe it's like? Okay, I'm kind of into that, and it's not conventional. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sabi. Is it just Carisha that would be? <laughs> That's a good question. What is my thing? Hmm. Why are you not in your head? I'm just <laughs> She's like, okay. That is not conventional. Huh. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's considered not conventional. I'm I'm sort of into BDSM a little bit. Okay, that's not conventional to some people. Right, okay. okay. To some, you know, but to a certain limit. Okay. Not to limits where, you know how some people wearing tight plaster around <laughs> them? Or they wear those tight tights that they Like on pose when Electra was doing them? I can't do the one where you can't. Not no crazy, like, yeah. stuff like that. But maybe, 
I don't mind being a sub or a, a dumb either. Okay, so you can whip people. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Can you get whipped? I don't mind it. Okay. Wow. I don't mind oh, it. Oh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> no, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. Okay. Wow, this is intense. This is no. a lot of information. No. I be cross-culture. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Glory shot. No, I said glory shot. Not, whoa. You do scatterbrain. <laughs> glory. Y'all know what that means. But What's glory? glory? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, wow. That's it's, secret code. It's not secret. No, 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 no. Golden showers is not for me. Yeah, I can't do no golden shower. Okay, thanks for sharing that with us, Erica. That was very deep of Anytime. you. Anytime. Well, what's your own? What's your own? Honestly, I don't have anything. I'm very vanilla. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, you know, we're talking about relationships and stuff. Um, Let's talk about... The latest relationship to hit the timeline. Okay. I wonder if this lady is peeing on people because the way she got all these men in the chokehold, I really Listen, wonder what's she, to it. She's doing some sex magic. Like, really what's to it. And if you haven't heard, then you are somewhere under a rock. But Lori Harvey's newest boo is Mr. Damson Indris, Mr. Snowfall okay. himself. When I remember that. I be so, you know, social media has been in like, a lot of shambles over this. They've been dragging Damson for no reason, trying to make it seem like he could never pull a lorry. Um, but there's also been a lot of conversation about, honestly, Lori's dating. Like, is this cute? Is it not? What's Lori? Like, what's what's up with this? With how she's dating? I think that it's okay for her to date multiple people. I think it's okay for her to, like, you know, like men do it, you know, regular folks do it. It's just mm. like hearts and alumni. However, it's like it does get posted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She may post a picture, they may post a picture, a paparazzi may get it. So it's like you're not doing your stuff on the low. I think she, I do think she's contracted. I feel like I said it here before mm-hmm. that she's contracted as a girlfriend. Mm. It's, that's what it's giving to me because I, you're not going to tell me somebody of. Lori Harvey's stature, the stature that we claim of her, the two cannot exist. You can't be of this stature and also be this messy in your dating. Do you think what part of her dating is messy? It's like so everybody got to know every man you date, right? Like truthfully, honestly, not even on exactly. no hater. Like as a as a adult woman, as adult people, we all know that you're not supposed to share every person because it's been people you talk to that you're like, okay. You know, know, like, we don't know know. what was tea with her and Trey songs. We don't know. And I think she's quite young. Like, yeah, she's a grown woman, but she's like... She's 26 now. Yeah, but that's still young to be every three months you heavily dating these people. She she did have an interview. I don't remember who she did an interview with. Oh, it was Adrian Bailon. It was. Mm -hmm. And, and, And she did say that, you know, a lot of the things you see in the media is false. That, you know, they'd be like, oh, I dated this person, or I did this this person, and, or, like, I did a father and a son, and it's like, that's absolutely not true. That did not happen. But she kind of just kind of let let media do its thing and stuff. You why are you lying? lying? You think she's lying? Hell yeah, sure. Why, why else is you in uh, Italy and matching pants with Diddy if you ain't dating him? For real. So you and Diddy are sets? I be worried. Where, where is, where Maybe that's, that was father-in-law at the point now. No, she she, her, his son? But that was after, way after she dated him. That they was together. But she dated his son, no? Yeah. Which one of his son? What's that? That light skin the one. Light-skinned one. Mm. I mean, I feel like I would... Re- <sighs> For me, I'm like, I'm really hoping we know they ain't got no class now. 
But I'm just really hoping that he wouldn't date someone his son has dated. I don't think he cares. I think that, and that's the thing, too. I just think that, like, you know, they might have not called it dating. She might have not called it dating. It might have been an expensive date because I think Diddy <laughs> is, you know what I'm saying? Like, they might have not dated in the sense of, like, they kept a relationship. But I think she went on a, on a date with him, and the date just so happened to be a weekend in Italy. Cause for real, why? What else was you doing with Diddy? Your daddy and mama weren't there. Like for me, I just wonder what Steve Harvey that I listen to on the radio thinks about this. I, I just wonder, like, what are his thoughts about his daughter dating all this public figure man in public? I don't think it's, I think it's trashy a little bit. And I think if it was Steve Harvey, Mister Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I think if it was somebody else, he would have made his little comment. Of course, that's what I'm saying. Because I listen to him, I know like his views on like how women should date, or like, mm-hmm. oh, as a woman, you could own, you're the one who would, you know, um, you know, a man would treat you how you allow them to treat you, exactly. and a woman, you should act a certain way. Exactly. Um, but do we just feel this way because she's a woman, or is this feeling equal to men too? I feel this way about everybody that don't keep it pee when they date. I, I think this is the equivalent of that girl in high school that thinks just because she calls all these boys her her boyfriend, it don't make her a hoe for sleeping with all of them. Repeat that again. You know how it's girls in high school. They feel like just because they call all the boys they're with their boyfriend, mm-hmm. that it don't make them a hoe that you just slept with all these guys back to back to back to mm-hmm. back. I feel like oh, that's because the, they were her boyfriend. Because they're quote unquote my boyfriend. So I'm not a hoe. So I'm not a hoe. But it's like, girl, it's very hoe behavior. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to tell me she in these grown relationships. And then to me, this is like the youngest guy she's dated too. Like the yeah, youngest guy. You know what I mean? All these dudes should be dating. She's like been 24. All these dudes be 30-something, 40-something. I mean, to me, the relationship is rooted in sex and money. So it's either she is a contracted worker, like she's contracted to date men to get their profile up to, you know, mm-hmm. get them in the blogs as such. Or she really just thought them bop Because it, it does feel like, damn, how do you get intimate with all this many men? And mind you, they're all in a similar circle. And they different-ass type. It's like you don't even have a type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like, you know, and the same, like, you know, uh, Michael B. Jordan and Damson. You saw vid, you know, pictures of them shake, shaking hand and whatever. And it's that's like, messy. And like, Damson probably be like, I want your girl. No, I honestly, and that's what makes me think, like, oh, she must be contracted a little bit. I so think, do you feel like she reaches out to this man or they reach out they to have her? To, I think they reach out to her. I don't think she reach out mm-hmm. to them to do it. I think they're like, hey, Lori, so-and-so. What's the tea? You know, Damson's final, final episode of... Final season of Snowfall coming out. What do you think about doing a couple appearances with Damson? You know what I'm saying? You guys just get the blogs going, get people reignited into the show and his brand, and they watch it. No, that's facts, though. No, no, that 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 you just said makes sense because her birthday just passed. And I'm just like, okay, he was at her birthday. I'm yeah. like, last year, Michael was there. The year before, somebody else. I'm just like, damn, you just having all these different guys at each birthday, G. Exactly. And then the whole relationship always be the same thing. Oh, we're dating. He's spoiling me. We're doing this. Da, da, we're traveling. Yeah, like, you don't see no other parts of the Dude, relationship. Just be like with the men. Exactly. And it's like, that, because uh, I don't talk. No, that shit is fake to me. It's, it's not even allure anymore. For real, to me, it's not like, oh, the allure of not talking you know what i'm saying to me it's just like girl you can't to me at a certain point it's like you can't talk damn Mm-mm-mm. but people say you know people are saying her mama should she get it from her mama she do she get i need to know her mama full story 
That's what I need to know. She needs to write a book. But you know, you've heard the stories that she dated a drug dealer. He went to jail. She dated his brother. He his went cousin, to jail. Uh-huh. And then she found Steve and then got Steve to take her daughter's last name. And, okay. I mean, give her, her daughter her last name and all of that. Woo, woo, woo. So that's the thing. You know how I feel about Lori Harvey. I've always said my own. Damn, how you feel about her? I don't think she's facially all that cute in the face to me. I'm not attracted to her facially. I'm, she, and that's just she's honest. a beautiful young lady. I'm not. I'm not that. attracted to her face. Damn, I'm, you not hating? No, I'm not attracted to her face. She has like mm. a fishy face to me. I'm mm. to me, it's her, her, the, her structure. Her face don't. It, it's not beauty beautiful like that to me. Oh, okay. I give her like a seven in the face. Seven is a good number. That's good, but it ain't like uh, to me. Really. Mm-hmm. What's a good number of rating for you if seven is not a good number? I think seven is like it's a respectable number. You're not ugly. <laughs> not respectable. It is because it's a C average, seven out of ten. That's a C average face. Okay. Okay, girl. How you gonna say I'm hating on girl? I just don't like her. <laughs> I don't think she's attractive. Okay. Next on the list. So on TikTok, um, it went viral. Um, those, what is it? The mint, the rosemary mint Mayel drops, right? Mm-hmm. Now I've seen those for a little bit. I've tried some Mayel products. Do you like a product? Um, I'm not the biggest fan of all of her products, but I like some things. Like I like what the rice tried? water collection. I like that one. Okay. Um, there was like another like, um, ginger or something, something. I tried that. It was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that's been popular now is the rosemary mint collection. Um, and that one went popular on TikTok. Um, ironically, with white women. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortly after that, my L announced that she sold the company to P&G. Mm-hmm. Um, and now everybody's kind of in an uproar about that. People are saying she sold out. People are saying this is a result of white women uh, buying the products and using the products. And now they're going to try to adapt it for white people. So, I mean, you're the resident hair care person here. Um, what do you feel about it? This issue is such like a weird topic because it's like, so on her side, Mayel, what's her name? I forgot what her real name name is. is. Um, But she did say that the reason, like, we're not selling now. We're just trying to expand our business, Mm -hmm. right? She said we're still CEOs. You know, CEOs of the company, we still own majority of it. But we just want to expand and reach a broader audience. Mm -hmm. And I get that part. You know what I'm saying? Especially as a black business owner, you, you want to reach the mass audience as much as possible. And yeah. sometimes it's hard when you just starting, you know, by yourself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? By your own, like, you know, you kind of need that assistance mm-hmm. of a larger corporation. Now on the, on the consumer side, I do get it because you've seen many products like Shea Moisture or Carol's Daughter, right? And like when they, when they, when they do, when they're being bought by other, um, all these bigger companies, they do change their products, the right? Formula, yeah. The formula is different. And then many women say like, okay, now it makes my hair dry. It doesn't work for my hair anymore compared to how it used to work for my hair. So people are concerned about changing formulas. Now, um, I follow this natural hairstylist because um, I'm not a natural hairstylist. Mm-hmm. I only work with locks. And with locks, we don't need my hair. Yeah. We could, I mean, I mean yes, you could still use the shampoos and conditions. Yeah. That's all great. Um, but like, you know, as a natural hair person, you know, you want certain shampoos and conditions to do certain things. Mm-hmm. You want certain things to like make your curls pop with locks. You don't have to worry too much about that. My main concern is like how much are you using the, the products? Because even with locks, if you use too much shampoos and conditions, you get peeled up, built up, you know? Right. Um, and my main thing is oils. But back to the conversation, um, the natural hairstylist that I follow, you know, she 
She has been in the game for like 10 plus years and she really studies hair products. And she says the concept about black products and white products is kind of false, right? Because she said, because a lot of this like high end white products are actually good for your hair. Mm. Right, it's just a label of white products because they're white owners and this and that. Facts. But they're you know those salon professional brands. They're white. They products. are good yeah. for your hair. Like they do give you the moisture that you need. Mm-hmm. It does work for all hair types. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But the marketing, the branding, you know, it kind of pushes us away from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's also is an intentional thing on like the company side. So like we only want white women. Hence like the commercials. Yeah. It be just white women. It's and not the this. The hair. They were the ambiguous girls, but their hair is like fucking super loose curls yeah. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's Mexican here. You know? Mm-hmm. Um but do they work for like um is it Olaplex? That's an, a brand that like it really yeah, it's really Sephora. good. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so it's just like black women definitely do buy brands that work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's white-owned or black-owned. Because, I mean, I used to wear, use shame. Like, for me, Cantu does not work for me. I hate Cantu. Cantu does not work. African Pride, I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? All those brands that we use in, you know, in in our culture, they also white-owned. They're not even black-owned. Yeah. African Pride, those jam. The Blue Grease. Mores, Blue Grease, whatever, whatever. He's mm, nuts. It's, they put the African color, black, red, and whatever, good. It is white-owned. It's yeah. not black-owned. And those formulas are not good for us. It's a lot of chemicals in it. Hence, I don't know if you've seen, um, whether you're on Facebook, wherever they say, they'd be like, hey, um, there's this lot going on if you're a woman who's used this relaxer um, and then you've gotten like cervical cancer or, or, or fibers from it, you could win something. Girl, I apply to that shit. I did. Uh, just for me, I just had cysts. They were like, okay, we're not considering cysts part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is true. There are so much heavy chemicals in this product that it does affect African-American women to a, on a higher level. Because when you think about it, why is the ratio so much higher with African-Americans having more cancer, or more certain type of cancer, certain, or fibroids? We have so much fibroids in cysts um, as black women. It's ridiculous. And it's like, what is the cost of it? Hair products play a major role. Relaxers have heavy, heavy chemicals that it should not be in those products. You know what I'm saying? We do get, like, hair crack is real. You do get addicted to it because after a while you don't have it, you're like, I have a headache. My mom used to be like that. She'd be like, I've not got my relaxer in six weeks. I got a headache. Oh, it's, really? it's like a time clock thing. My hair, my new growth is coming in. It's super hard. After a while, you don't even know where your natural hair texture is because you're constantly using these chemicals. So do I fault her for selling her or like having a bigger or whatever? No. But I don't also fault the audience for being concerned about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it is true. We, we do want to have our own products because white people own everything. Now, but what do you think about the concept about white people using Myel? Do you feel like white people should not, white women should not use black brands? I think that, um, you know, I think that everybody's hair texture is different. And as you said, you know, people should just use what's good for their hair. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think that sometimes we ought to get out of labeling stuff as white products versus black products. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of shit that's quote unquote for black hair that does not work at all for my hair. At like, all. Damn, don't I got black hair? Yeah, like I remember even going to the shop and she was using like Dove or some shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was just kind of like, oh, this, you know, she was like, no, this is a very good moisturizing product. And it was. Mm-hmm. Aussie, I used to use that a lot. Very moisturizing. Garnier Fructis. I actually very much like Garnier Fructis. Mm-hmm. It leaves my hair with a lot of shine and this and this, that and the other. I also think 
sometimes I think the natural hair community are bullies. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they really be shaming everybody for not subscribing to certain hair things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, like, you you know, how, at the end of the day, all this should be the same five ingredients for real. It's just how they mix it. It'd be mm -hmm. the jojoba, it'd be the coconut, it'd be the castor, it'd be the argon. You know what I mean? It'd be all them oils, and then people just mix it and remix it however they want. Yeah. And I think when it comes to white people, like, and their type of hair, I think we also got to stop acting like all white hair is the same. The same way all black hair is the, not the same. All white hair is not the same. Why, why white people be like, damn, why y'all shit like looking dry and it's strangy? Yeah. Or some of them have that really it's fluffy, fluffy, curly hair. hair. Yeah. There's a lot of white people, too, who are even starting to return to their natural curl pattern. Facts. And we be trying to judge them, talking about, oh, you just want to be like black people. But it's like, no, bitch, they derive from uh -huh. somewhere and they have patterns in their hair, too. They just like, just like black people have for many years, have always blow dried and straightened their hair and things that they, they don't even see their natural pattern. Yeah. So it's like in them trying to embrace their curls or whatever is going on with white people here, I think they're also trying to explore products that would work For outside them. of the blow dry and something else. And sometimes, like, it does happen to meet in the middle. Yeah. Because, like, you know, there's a lot, there's some black people whose hair is like, as, as we all know, is like 3A, mm -hmm. 3, whatever. Some black people just have that hair, they throw water on it, they brush it back, it's slick, you know? And it's like, the oils or whatever might be too heavy. So I think that, like, we have to stop trying to shame. And we have to also stop shaming black people for doing business with white people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we have to pick one. Either we want to stay segregated and know that we're going to be segregated and stay where we are here, or we are going to play into the systems that are already there and try to win at them. And part of business is, like, collaborating with bigger uh, producers, people that can can get your product out, can multiply Thanks. it, and can give you that money. Because any like right now, if CNN, NBC, CBS, all the Fox, I don't give a damn if they came and said, "Yo, we want cross culture to be on mm -hmm. tonight at 7 I'm gonna be with them. Sorry, I would choose them over Fox. So you know Fox. So. You bogus. <laughs> Over BT, I'm no, sorry. That's what I'm saying. Because it's like, who has the more? Who has more? Who can offer more? And I think we got to stop shaming black people for doing that. Absolutely, it, it, it's, it's definitely like I'm for her. I'm like, hey, do what you got to do for your business. Expand your business. Look for what works for your hair. I'm not against white women um, using whatever products. I get the feeling of like you know. Obviously, when we go to Target or Walmart, we only have, like, a small section yes. for us. So it does feel like, okay, we, are, we have limited resources. So now you buying this is like, damn, I can't get my, 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 my mm -hmm. little batch, you know? So I, I get that. I feel like that's why she's trying to be with this P&G company. Yeah. So it could be mass, pro mass production, yeah. you know? Um, but, you know, hair is always, it's always a complicated discussion or topic in the black community. It really is. It really is. It, it really is. I didn't know hair was this complicated so I came to America and Nigeria exactly. wasn't this deep. Exactly. It really don't be that deep. It be us. But it is deep. Carrying. I mean, a lot of it comes from, you know, as we all know, the history of America. That's it. That's um, really what it is. So it definitely does come to play. And as you all know, I give relaxers. I do. Ain't nothing wrong with you with it. I just feel like as long as do what's healthy for your hair. Yeah. Again, 
as someone who's into hair, there's chemicals in relaxers. Yes, so for sure. be aware of it. So maybe I don't know how you relax your hair. Maybe don't relax every three weeks. Maybe uh, yeah, I don't relax every three weeks. You know, um, and maybe you look for different brands and be trying to look into the chemicals because regardless, all this products there's chemicals. There I've is, also just decided know? that living in America and living on Earth, nothing is safe. Absolutely, because all Absolutely. this, we gonna drive ourselves crazy because that's how they now tried to re come out with this news about the UV, the UV, and which that, is true though. That news came out like ten years ago. Yeah. I remember watching it on CNN, yeah. and it's just kind of like I just think that 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 we are just, we just have to understand the lifestyles that we live today is not healthy. And and that's America that's for man. you. It's only America that is like this. I'm telling yeah, you, because it's like other European countries, they've banned so much of these chemicals, all these food dyes that be in our food. They've banned it because they know how unhealthy it is. Yeah. America has a high, crazy rate of of cancer, yeah. crazy rate of mental illness than any other country. Yeah. It's only America, and it's all because of capitalism. You know what I'm saying? Because what's the fast way, the quick way to get people addicted to keep on buying all these chips and nonsense? It's capitalism. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's quite unfortunate. So I'm not going to lie. Now I'm trying to be cautious. Of course, after a while, it's like, I'm not going to drive myself crazy. But in little ways that I can, like whether it's the type of toothpaste I buy or the type of soap I buy or lotion or certain food stuff, I'm like, mm, okay, let me look at the ingredients. There's food dye, mm-hmm. excessive sugar. No, let me go with something that's made with um, um, avocado oil instead of, you know, regular sugar or whatever. You know, so I try to pay attention to stuff like that, but. We are definitely in an unhealthy society. Um, and that's why, you know, even the, the medical system is a business. Yeah. It's a business. A- everything is just like, woof. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. You know what? Speaking of countries and stuff, something blew my mind. I ain't even going to start. Mm-hmm. This really blew my mind. So apparently, um, President Buhari, and you know, President Buhari is the president of our Nigeria, Nigeria, the Republic of Nigeria. Is it Nigeria Republic? It's Republic of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. He was recently awarded. He was given. He received an award for strengthening peace in Africa. Hmm. How so? How so? Please tell me. How so is he receiving this? Um, so he received it from the AD Peace Forum on the sidelines of the African Conference for Peace held in Mauritania. So Mauritania is in the, a country in Africa. Um, he was awarded this on Tuesday, January 7, 17. Um, let me see. Um, he received this award for his leadership role in promoting peace on the continent through regular inventions, councils, and conciliatory position. Hmm. Really? Okay, the award will be presented to President Buhari um, to pursue new ways to embrace inclusive citizenship, promote lasting peace, and work towards a safer and more sustainable world for everyone. Before the international recognition for serving Nigeria and the larger um, interest of peace in Africa, the president will participate in the program of the third forum of the African Conference for Peace where he will deliver a speech on milestones and gain in the African peace process. Lies. Complete bullshit. What peace? When there's current kidnapping going on. Yeah. I can't even go to Nigeria now because they're like, don't go because it's election time. And election time is crazy. Yeah. There's no peace in your co- There's no peace in Nigeria. How are you receiving a word for peace? I just be feeling like things are done so... Um, there, there's a lot of favoritism, nepotism... And just a lot of like, I'm just doing this for the look. And in in different African countries, like there, a lot of things just don't be warranted fully. 
I just don't even understand how people can be comfortable just doing things. Because you know what I mean? Like, do you not think that your presidency will now come to the forefront? Like, we're not going to now analyze it and think about it and say, huh, let me see how that follows up. Do you not think that that's just going to put you more on blast for all that has been going on? It's quite ridiculous because it's the same president. Like, when's that whole stars movement? Yeah. Happened? What comments did he make? The youth need to not have to stay in their place. Yeah. He didn't make no substantial comments. He wasn't for the youth. He wasn't, he didn't make any movement or comment. peace. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? This kidnapping that was continuously happening, whether it's December time, they kidnapping both boys and girls in the North. He's from the North. He's Hausa. Yeah. Well, I've not heard him make any substantial comment. Even his wife, too, be saying nonsense. His first wife. Yes. So it's just like, I'm sorry, again, how are you bringing peace to Africa if your own nation is not peaceful? If your own nation, people are stressed, people are committing, crime is on the rise now. We all know that in Nigeria, the young girls, they're doing a show. Meaning they are mm. prostitutes. Really? Because, you know, it's not like here, you know, in, in, in America, you do internship. That's the way you, you know, mentorship. Yeah. You find a way to get a job, connection. You know, it has to relate to your major. In Nigeria, it's not like that. Yeah. Your major can be Yoruba. Your major can be carpentry. Before you know you're working in the bank as yeah. an accountant. How does that relate? It's all about who you know. Who you who know. Who you sleep with. Who your dad knows. What chief you know. What rich man you know. Yeah. The girls are sleeping with men and the boys are doing 419, which is scamming. That's what they're doing now. That's how people are surviving. That yeah. is the culture of Nigeria now. And it's quite unfortunate. It's nothing peaceful about it. Kidnapping is crazy. It's certain roads you can't travel. Might as well travel by air. Even if it's expensive, just travel by air. Because if you travel by road, it's certain roads you're like, okay, you know people kidnappers are on this road. Police are even afraid of them. Police don't even have the resources. Yeah, I just think this... Police kind of, are criminals. It just it's kind of comes down to the thing of like, if you're going to be given such a prestigious award, can somebody back it up? Can somebody say okay. like... And, that, and I think that's the thing. It's like, what's the criteria now? Like, seriously, what is the criteria for doing such? And how did you all just come? Like, it make you feel like he paid somebody to get this exactly. title. Exactly. But you know what? It's quite unfortunate for me to say this, but African nation as a whole is corrupt. You know what I'm saying? It is corrupt. So it is all a game that they're all playing. It's all a little chess, checkers, whatever. They know what they're doing. Mm. You know, it's all politics. Oh, this year you received this award. This year you received the award, whatever. It's a... Uh, um, it's something that I listened to a lady said, um, and she was saying how she just initially she hates African Americans or she mm. hates black people. But after a while, no, not that's not the word. She said she cannot relate to black people. That's what yeah. she said. She can't relate to black people because, as we know, black Americans they know what the enemy is. It's racism, white privilege, capitalism, white motherfuckers. Mm. Period. That's what it is. In Africa, we don't know what it is. We know, but we don't know what it mm. is. But the issue is the same thing. Yeah. It is the same enemy we do have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People still digging for gold, mine, mining in, in Congo, whatever, whatever. Who are they doing it for? It's for the white man. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth having $62 million, $62 million pound watch of jewelry on her crown. Where do you, where do you think they got it from? They ain't get it, they ain't, they got it out, of, out of London. You know what I'm saying? Like Things like that is still happening. Like, our problem as today, it is the white people, but we are allowing them to be our problem. We are embracing them. Like, come on, corrupt us. Come, and let's even do deals, whatever. Why is Nigeria so much in debt with China? 
with America, that China with, with the World Bank, it makes no sense. China, they're bringing, they're, they're building their industries and they're bringing their workers and they're impregnating young. I've seen young girls on TikTok, Nigeria based, with with Chinese looking babies. Not the blazing um, explosion. She don't. I don't even see a hit of Nigeria. The only hit of Nigeria is because she's sign Nigerian. It be like Lou Tullers, they Chinese as fuck. It's like Damn. really. But where the daddy at? I ain't never see her post the daddy. We finna be a blazing country. Like the, exactly, the daddy back in China. He don't give a fuck. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this is what, like, really, South Africa now. Come on, we know yeah. this. Like, really, it is like it's it's the same issue. It's the same problem, but it's just like our enemy isn't in our face in our face the way it is in America. In America, white police are saying, "Nigga, you black, we finna shoot you." In Nigeria, it's not the same. In Africa, it's not the same. Yeah. But they, they are the original guard at the top. Right. They are the original guard at the top. Anyway, that's my little rant for it. But you know how I feel about Nigeria and Africa, so I'd be so passionate and disappointed at the same time. But he does not deserve the piece of... Yeah, he just really doesn't deserve a, a, a opportunity to just be highlighted like this. I just think that... Girl. It's just, it's just, it's just really shameful. It, it really is. is shameful. There's nothing to say, and that's how I, I just get so mad because I'm like, I'm starting to feel like Nigeria has nothing to be proud of, but Dirty December and girl. and music, Afrobeats. When that girl, you know, that we posted on social media page when she said, "Listen, Nigeria is not a place to go to." Yeah, she wasn't wrong to say it. She was serious, and it was a real like that's facts. It, I mean, it's a beautiful country, absolutely. You know what I'm saying I'm not taking that away from my country, but it's best to go shop around. It's best to have someone who is a native of that country to direct you and tell you where to go. Yeah. If you're just a complete outsider, can you survive? Yes, you can survive. But it's hard. It's not like Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the oh, Dominican Republic. It's not like, you know, oh, find some agency to book your flight Yeah, there are no, it's not a resort it's not like same. that. It's not all inclusive. It's, it's not the same. Before I know it, they'll kidnap and beat your ass and you'd be like, damn. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, nah, facts. Anyway, uh, but then again, I'm not saying Africa is a beautiful nation, no. Or oh, Africa is a beautiful continent. Nigeria is a beautiful nation. <laughs> Black people embrace your Africanism, okay? I'll be Black Style Line Festival. <laughs> Period. Black power. Black power to the people. Not black power. Yay. Let's get into music. All right, let's get into the musicado. Speaking of Afrobeats and um, what we are proud of, let's talk about this rumored tour between DeVito and WizKid. Okay. I did not see that coming on my 2023 sure bingo board. What? So ever, some of you may or may not know the history of DeVito and Wizkid in general, right? They're not enemies, but they're not necessarily. Girl, they be having beef. Yeah, like I don't, I don't want to say like they enemies, but they right, definitely right, right. wasn't tour Besties. buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's just really like, oh, tour. Why do you think they they want to do tour together? I don't know why, but I think it's definitely a mature move. I think it's good because they are one of the main biggest African artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're into, also, like, not just in Europe, also American pop culture, too. Oh, facts. You know what I'm saying? Because even today, I was playing my Alexa, like, girl, it was Wizkid and stuff that was playing. Davido also played among um, all these other whites. Artist Selena Gomez and Harry Styles, or what's his name? So I'm just like, oh, it's included in pop culture. In yeah, America. no, they're pop. 
Um, I think I, I do think that they're older now because they did have nonsense beef that didn't make sense. Yeah. But you know, unfortunately, I feel like the passing of Davido's son may have maybe changed. I believe it changed him as an individual. Oh, too, facts, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so whereas like you know, life is short. We don't because what is even what even is the origin of the beef? We don't know. It's, don't know. it's big boy politics. Big like, boy. Oh, I'm, I'm the big guy. No, I'm Pride. the big guy. That's it. Really, that's it. And I don't even think their drama was that level of how like. Bonna be with other people. Bonna boy be with other people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's not violent. It's yeah, just, that's how I was like. They're not it's Twitter anything. talk. Yeah. It's just Twitter talk, Instagram talk, that's it. Um, but I'm looking, I think they'll be good. I, I feel like they definitely do need to really work out a solid contract. Really work out a solid plan. Like, okay, how are we coming on stage? Because we all know I was going to be like, that's going to be a shit show. They're too big to go together. You think so? They, they too good. Because here's this. And this is the thing. When we when people do joint tours, mm. there's usually a headliner and a sub, whatever. A sub, yeah. You should have went with Rema. You asked, I could have gone. You and Thames could have went on tour. Aria Star. I just think that both of them are too big. That's what I'm like. The contract got to be so tight. To do it together. Unless, unless y'all decide to give us that joint album or something. Now that's different. That, that will make that, more sense. I think they could have did that step. We should have heard. Yeah. We should. We should have heard joint music before we seen them on tour. Because I'm like, I think they, they jumped gonna, I, out at this tour. They're not gonna be at a stage at the same time because they don't have any. Do they have a song? There? They don't have a song together. So it would just be like it. Literally would just be like you bring your fans. I bring my fans. We gonna have all the fans because we the two biggest. Uh, and the fans may actually make things. And honestly, let's be real. Fans be making. Shit oh yeah, facts. Too. Fans, fans destroy. So I feel like the fans may be like. Davido whiskey, then it's like who's louder? Who didn't want more? Me whiskey, girl. i yeah, but you know what? I heard whiskey performance, performance wise, is weak. Yeah, I heard like, he's not Davido's a great performer. Performance is better. Music wise, whiskey performance maybe Davido. We'll see though. Yeah, the visuals be loud, yelling to me. But we'll see though because you know they make this announcement before you know it's by mid of the year. Oh yeah, cancelled. Also for seeing circumstances, it is cancelled. Exactly. They'll put it on visa, American embassy issues. That's the. That's exactly like what they'll say. They didn't get a visa. Okay. That is exactly what they like to say. Ah oh, man, but it's good to see Davido back outside. I will say that. Uh, you know he it performed for the him. World Cup. Yes. Um and at his um. Fiance, partner, wife. I don't know if they're married yet. I I heard that they were saying that they're married. Oh, really? Because you know, you know, with their son passing, um, with the Igbo culture, it's like if you're not married and that's the wife's child, yeah, the the son will be buried as the wife's child in the wife's home, yes, you know, family home. But you know, as as Yoruba people, it's like it's the father. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I think they said that he had to marry her in order for it to be like, okay, we're burying our son in my family home. You know what yes. I'm saying? Um, so I'm assuming they may be married. You never know. Um, but at least we could safe to say fiance. Yes, because they were engaged. Um, so I'm glad to see them out. I I can imagine. Um, I can't even. Ima- I can't even imagine how they're feeling or how she's feeling. Yes, and then you know, since we on the concept of concerts, let's talk about this Super Bowl. I am so excited. Mm-hmm. That's next month, no? Um, yeah, it's in February, and I done bought the Fenty jersey already off Savage Fenty. So okay. I don't know where I'm going yet, but I know I'm gonna be wearing it. I already know what I am wearing because I am re navy, and I'm very excited to see her in the Super Bowl, but. Today, we're going to talk about our Olodo of the Week, who might have felt some other feelings about Rihanna being at the Super Bowl. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. 
Go fast. So a lot of the week for this week is Stephen A. Smith. I hate to do it to Stephen A. Smith because, you know, I think he's a pretty popular sportscaster. I think Mm -hmm. he's good at what he does. But this week he got on the Sherry Shepard show. And when he was asked about, you know, Rihanna's performance on the Super Bowl, he went on to say, yes, it's Rihanna, but it's no Beyonce. Mm -mm. Almost it's to say, like, Rihanna cannot measure up to Beyonce as if Rihanna is not her own entity herself. Mm -hmm. I want to make it clear to Stephen A. Smith that Rihanna is a multi-platinum, multi-Grammy award-winning artist on her own, with or without being compared to uh, Beyonce. The only thing them women have in common at this point is that they sing and they know Jay-Z. I was just going to say that. Like, that's it. Like, it was unnecessary. And then he was trying to cover up by saying, not everyone is Sherry. And it's just like, there's no need to make that comparison. It was unnecessary. Like we, She's not Beyonce. Neither is Beyonce Rihanna. Fact. Beyonce is not Rihanna. And they don't make the same type of music. Their businesses are different. Mm-hmm. Their vibe and energies are different. But what we do know that she's a great performer and we many people love her. We love her. And she's going to do great. And she makes great music. And she's, yeah. Rihanna didn't need that type of unnecessary. It just no. was so unnecessary. And it was so unprovoked. It was. It was really, really unprovoked. And that's what made it like a real goofy ass movie. I feel like that's what he does too. Yeah. Like that's his thing. Now, um, what do you think about the lineup of like the songs? Which songs? I thought like, and then we send it in the group like the songs that she'll be performing. Is that was that the line? No, that's the lineup. That's her tour lineup. A tour, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's it's her not, tour lineup. That's not, not the. the, for what, the Super what songs do you really want her to perform? I want her to do work. I want oh, her to do yes. Ponder Replay. I want her to <gasps> do. Replay, yes. uh, Please don't stop the music. I want her to do if I if she get in the ballad, she might start with that. Yeah. No, she might start with that. Lift me up. Easy. Whoa, 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 whoa! What is that? Oh. The lift. Wow, you started so strong. That's how the song goes. It is really like. That's how she. So she might start with that. She might open with that. That's how I feel. She may open with that. Um, but I wanna I definitely need the please don't stop the music. Then I need we the hot poppy music in a hopeless place. So basically hot pop era. Yes. Hot pop era is what will work. Yes. That's what you're saying. Who are the guests? Because people are saying, like, who are she gonna bring to the Super Bowl? Who are the people that you would want Rihanna to bring? I mean without? if you say work, then what's that guy's name? Drake gotta come out because Drake is on like have her but I kind of doubted that Drake would be there. Yes. Because I don't think he would be there. Of course, knowing their history and everything as well. But who? What features? What major features has she had? I mean, she's she had, had major this, features. I like her feature with Jeezy. That would be a nice surprise. What song is that? So hard. Okay. Uh, 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 I'm so hard. I'm not crazy about that song like That's that. That's my shit. Um, I doubt it if Jeezy would be there. I feel like Rihanna's best songs be with her niggas, and she's not gonna bring them. Niggas but how out. many of the niggas? Who the Chris niggas? Brown, Drake, like a lot of her big, big like. Because she's, I want to see that. Yeah, like if, I, if she was to like her best collaborations, not her biggest song. Her I biggest was, collaborations be with her. That's biggest. what I would say because yeah. I feel like her best songs were just herself. Mm-hmm. She's had major features like with Eminem, Kanye West, Ti. I know that's what I'm saying, yeah. but like it doesn't. No, it doesn't fit. Like mm-hmm. no, they're not. But the she might because they went on tour and everything together. Eminem and those of songs all her, were li- deep. Of I like all that her song colla- The love the way you lie. I like that song. I yeah. think she should retire. Let, let that stay in the millennium. Absolutely, but I don't think she should play. But I'm just saying I like that song. Yeah, I, I felt like it was a sad song. Yeah, that's it is I a sad song. I like um, is it love on the brain? It's a sad song too. A ballad. I do love love. I love higher still. Um, yeah, I, I, she might do scissor. 
If she brings oh, scissors out, that'd be cute. I won't mind scissors too. What's that song about? Um, damn, the one where she was naked on that with her stay, not stay diamond. Diamond was decent too. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Initially, I wasn't crazy about Diamond. Oh, really? Can I be honest? That's the song that made me say, "Okay, Rihanna trying to sing." Like in my first like listen to it after it grew on me, I'm like, mm. "Okay, I do like Diamond," but it wasn't my like I wasn't actually. I like Rude Boy era, you know. Okay, rated SNM R era, mm-hmm. Man Down. Yeah, you know it fits her. I like, even Ponder Replay, like she literally was my first CD that I bought. That Man Down. Woo! She, I've never seen her perform Man Down actually. I've actually never seen her do that like live in concert. I'm trying to think. Because I know she has a video for it. Like that album with Jemison or Jameson, the, whatever that. I, I like that album too a lot. Um, I'm excited though. I, I But I feel like it's a lot of pressure. Because I feel like I damn near feel the pressure. I feel the pressure like, for bitch, her. You gotta I do correct. feel the pressure for her. Like, ain't, ain't I feel mistakes. the pressure for her. I, I for sure. Because even the clip that they put it out, you know, with Complex, it's like, this is a bogus clip. I feel like all artists do have bad singing moments yeah yeah you know i'm saying and i feel like rihanna also let's be real she's a vibe great personality mogul whatever but she's not the best songstress she's not con- she's not consistent in her live performances i would say that because she has performances where i'm like yes robin and then when she you know you could tell when she gets winded and i think that's the thing because she smokes i don't know if she still smokes cigarettes. she still smokes she just smoke cigarettes? Oh, cigarettes or she was a she was a heavy cigarette smoker. Really? I didn't know she smoked yes. cigarettes. Girl, look back to the pictures. She, she had a cigarette. I always thought I'm it was not talking like, about blunt. She, yeah, I always thought it was blunt. I she never always she was. Cigarettes. And it's like also as a singer, like that's your tool. Yeah. You do have to really take care of it. You can't be smoking blunts on a regular. You can't be smoking cigarettes like that. Because after a while it's like you hear you feel yeah. the sound the effect of it. Um, but I do she's not the best song stress, um, but she... She's I, she's a great performer, I would say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, as you said, I feel the pressure. It's like, bitch, you you, you better be practicing. I don't want to see Rocky. <laughs> like on the stage with her? Yeah, or? I don't want to see. This not the He's time. He's going to be like Safari. This is not the time to <laughs> be gonna doing. He's going to be like Safari. Fashion killer or like, that's my bitch. You know, whatever that song is. This is not the time for that. They not. They not. Sorry, this is not the man we want to see. Bring Drake, bring Chris. Do you feel like they will last? I mean, at this point, they have to. Uh, anyway. Well, yeah. Um, we're looking forward to the performance, and he is deluded for talking shit about Rihanna because exactly. you know how we feel about her. Exactly. That's my big sister. Okay. So let's let go to our next favorite segment, which is the Care for the Culture. Care for the Culture is Wes Moore. He makes history as Maryland's first black governor. Shout out, shout out, B. Moore. Moore was sworn in as the state's 63rd governor during the ceremony on Wednesday, this last Wednesday that just passed. Um, he's the son of a Jamaican of a Jamaican immigrant, and he ran on a pledge to leave no one behind, campaigning on a set of progressive policies such as raising the minimum wage, increasing clean energy initiatives, and reforming education and policies. Uh, many of which he touched on during his address. I think this is great. Um, you know, Oprah also was there too. She oh, met, that's amazing. Yeah, she said that Maryland is where she actually really found herself. Ah. Um, like to really come out as like Oprah and as this new caster. I didn't know wow. she was really in Maryland. Yeah. I didn't know that one either. That yeah, but she did say that. Um, so this is exciting. And, you know, I think he's like the third black governor of like of the nation, like America. Of the nation? Yeah, yeah. And Damn. he's the only black governor currently running. 
but the third black governor. Um, this is amazing. This is amazing. I hope he does do a good job. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it is really hard for black politicians when, like, they get into, like, the seat because it's like, now you have to, like, kind of clean up the things that's been done and yeah. then there's just additional pressure because you're black and then people will say, like, oh, you're not doing a good job but it's like you're trying to, you know, clean prior mistakes and stuff, you know? Um, so I'm just hoping, like, this is a good run for him. I think it's good because now there's, like, more representation. Like, you know what I mean? Maryland, um, Mar- Maryland has a lot of black people. There's a lot of black issues in Maryland and I feel that... Um, something that afflicts Maryland is that they don't have enough black people representing them in political spaces, political offices, and affluent spaces. I feel like too often um, people kind of caveat like whatever black experiences in politics that they want for Maryland. They kind of like accept it from D.C. And it's like it's a different state. It's a different place. So I am happy to hear that, um, you know, I have a lot of love for Baltimore, so shout out Marilyn. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. Um, any additional thoughts, comments that you want to say regarding the episode? No, you guys, you know, just my only thing is if you're going to date a lot of guys, don't put it on social media. <sighs> if you like people peeing on you make sure it's not strong and if you want to drink pee make sure it's not strong what is strong pee what is not strong pee you know strong come on there you know strong pee you smell strong pee but how would you know at the moment when they're peeing on you that it's not going to be you smell it so you're saying oh once you start pissing stop the piss move out the way you ain't see that episode of the boondocks no i did not when he said when riley said if that girl ain't want to get pissed on she should move out the way Yikes. That's about that, R. Kelly. That was that episode. I didn't say which episode. I just said an episode of the podcast. Yikes. Okay. Facts though. Um, let's go to the quote of the week. Um, it is by Elizabeth Warren. It says, We lose eight children and teenagers to gun violence every day. If a mysterious vir- virus suddenly started killing eight of our children every day, America would mobilize teams of doctors and public health officials. We would move heaven and earth until we find a way to protect our children, but not with gun violence, mm. which is facts. That's true. You see, with COVID, they immediately came out with a vaccine mm. and all that. Um, this is the public health issue with this gun violence thing. It really is. The fact that it's affecting kids. Kids, A, a child shot his teacher. And maybe I'm true. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's scary that kids know how to handle this weapon. They know that they can pull the trigger and a bullet will come out and the person would die. Yeah. You didn't hear about the black kid that, sh- the 10 year old black kid that shot his mom over the fact that she went back to the video game. Roblox. Yeah. Now, they did say he had some mental health, whatever issues, but it, even after he shot her, like, he didn't feel no remorse. Even the mental health issues that kids have these days is crazy. crazy. I, I'm telling I'm you, the, the mental health issues I see in the classroom don't make no I'm sense. I'm like, what is in the air? What is in the water? It, it because really even with no that sense. child, he was just like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, but did you still please get my game? No. Like, even, to so the grandmother was like, he needs to pay for his That's crazy. He needs to pay the consequences. Like, he needs to go to jail. Yeah. This is a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. So parents... Teachers, adults, guidance, um, whoever you are, um, please put an eye on these kids. You know what I'm saying? Don't be young-minded. Be adults. Mm. Protect them. 
you know what I mean? Be who you're supposed to be with them. Don't involve them in your nonsense. Gun safety, gun laws, we need all of that. Um, protect kids' innocence. Protect kids, please. Like, people, protect kids' innocence. Stop exposing them to stuff because they don't okay. know how to handle it. And this is... Class Culture! Okay. <laughs> Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me... <laughs>